You're listening to Messages from the Middle. I'm Wendy Parrish. This is episode number 48. No one is alone. The importance of finding people to help you on your mental health journey. Let's get into the episode. Have you noticed that people don't usually share their struggles until they're over? It's not until they've defeated their dragon and marched victoriously home that they share their story. Well, I'm not one of those people. My name is Wendy Parrish, and I am in the middle of my story. From the middle, I've learned a few things, and I would like to bring you into my story. This is the good, the struggle, the light, the dark, and the lessons learned. This is Messages from the Middle. Hello, and welcome to the episode. I am Wendy Parrish, and I will be your host this episode. Messages from the Middle is a mental health podcast where we take a holistic approach to mental health. We talk about spiritual, physical, and emotional health, along with your mental health, and how that can help you to create the best version of you, or what I like to believe, the version of you that you are meant to be. Today's episode was inspired by something that I've heard from Mel Robbins. If you don't know who Mel Robbins is, you should. She's amazing. I love her. In fact, um, interesting fact, she's actually the reason I got diagnosed with ADHD. She posted a video about her late diagnosis of ADHD. I believe she was in her 50s when she was diagnosed and then continued to share the way that ADHD manifests and shows up in women. And as she was talking, it felt like she was explaining my life. And so I was like, huh, yeah. So she's the reason I got diagnosed. Anyway, look up Mel Robbins. She has a phenomenal podcast. Um, Her Instagram's great. She's just a lovely person. Her books are all good. Love Mel Robbins. So this is one of the many lovely quotes that Mel Robbins has. She says, no one is coming. It's true. No one is coming to do the work to change your life, your job, your body, or your relationships. Whenever I feel stuck, frustrated, or lost, I tell myself, no one is coming. It's not only true, it's very motivating. It always makes me, she says, as my mother says, pull up my big girl panties and just face whatever it is I don't want to deal with. And yet, once you make that decision to change, always, and I mean always, I ask for help. I'm sure there's there's more to that. Um, you can find it on YouTube, Instagram, what she's saying. There's like a little reel or TikTok where she talks about it, but there's also a longer form one. But that is pretty much the gist. Um, the idea that we are responsible for doing the work. No one is going to come and do the work for you. No one's going to come and get you out of bed. No one is going to be there at your shoulder constantly reminding you to do the things that you need to do to improve your life, your job, your body, or your relationships. So this is true. I understand this. And I sense the importance of reminding ourselves of this when it's time to take action. If you're waiting for someone to arrive and dictate what steps to take or when to take them, or if you're anticipating that person who will coax you off the couch or out of bed, 
then you'll never pursue the things you truly desire. Or, dare I say, create the contribution that the world needs from you. The responsibility does lie squarely on your own shoulders. The work of healing, the practice of journaling, attending therapy, processing emotions, maintaining a healthy diet, and engaging in exercise, that has to be you. And here's another crucial truth that we need to grasp, and that's that we cannot alter anyone but ourselves. You can delve into countless psychology books seeking the secret to shaping someone into a particular kind of person, but the reality is you wield far less influence than you may believe. And I want to throw in there then the child development books lead you to think. It felt as I was reading these child development books that if I did A, B, C, and D, I would get X results. And that is not the truth. Kids are going to be who they're going to be. Now, we still need to love them and nurture them and provide them the healthiest environment that we possibly can. But you cannot by following certain steps, make your children or anyone into who we want them to be. If you're embarking on a journey of self-improvement solely to change somebody else, then I'm going to urge you to reassess your motives. It is possible that through your own growth and progress, you may inspire and prompt someone around you to seek change. But there's no guarantees, and that's not why you go on a personal development journey. Entering the realm of personal development with the aim of altering someone else will only lead to profound sadness and disappointment. These two truths are two of the most important things that we all need to learn as we set out to become the best version that we are meant to be. Truthfully, at the end of the day, it is on us. It's on you. It's on the individual. However, with those two truths talked about and understood, it's also really crucial to understand that you don't have to navigate this journey alone. There are teachers, guides, coaches, therapists, mentors, and friends out there who are eager and willing to support you. All you have to do is take the courageous step of asking for help and actively seeking out the assistance that you need. So what if you're unsure of what you need? And I'm willing to bet at least one person is pondering that question because I have asked that question myself. So since I have wrestled with this very question, allow me to share the steps that I took to set myself on the path that brought me at least to this point, how I started to seek help and find the people that could help me. I would say that the first idea that pops into people's head is go to therapy. And I had done that. But the problem was I would go to hit therapy and I wouldn't even know what we were going to talk about. Like, yeah, I'm depressed. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't answer it. I didn't know what was wrong. I had become so good at masking 
and not feeling. So all I knew was I was sad and I was anxious and I didn't know why. And so when I went to therapy, I kind of, I mean, I made stuff up or I just talked. And the other thing that I found is I would just like converse, like felt like I was like having a chat with a friend. And that's a really expensive chat with a friend. I didn't know that I didn't do this on purpose, but I didn't know what I needed to be there for. So enter coaching. Coaching is what opened this door for me. With life coaching, you work through what is happening now. So when people come to a coaching session and say, I don't really know what to talk about, then I would ask them some questions like, what are three of the most powerful emotions that you felt in the past week? So let's say one of those powerful emotions is anxiety. So then I would ask the question, when was the last time you remember feeling anxious? And from the answer to that, we can, we now have a feeling and a circumstance. And from there, we can work through what thoughts were creating this feeling and what is happening as a result. I love coaching because it helped me work through the things of now. It helped me with today. There's no question there are things that I need to work through. We all need to work through and process from the past. But that past was affecting me right now. And I needed to figure out why these feelings kept showing up and what was happening as a result of these feelings. From noticing emotions that continue to pop up, and then finding the thoughts that were creating that feeling, I was able to find a pattern. And now there was something to take to therapy. So now you would think that I went straight to therapy, right? But I didn't. Okay, I sort of did. I sort of went to therapy. So the next step that I took in discovering and finding help and asking for help, and also in digging a little deeper into what it was that was affecting my mental health was hypnotherapy. So from life coaching, I was more aware of my thought patterns, but I still had no idea why these were my go-to thought patterns. Why are these my thoughts? Where is it coming from? For many people, they're pretty clear on the crappy things that happened in their past that have left them scarred. And I say that that sucks. I feel so much empathy towards people with significant adverse childhood experiences that have created trauma. My trauma was not obvious. In fact, I refused to believe that I had any trauma. My home life was great. I had loving parents, a fun and funny family. Yes, I had a big brother who did big brother things, but nothing that I would categorize as abuse. I was loved as a child in my home. I was taken care of. I was provided for. So then why? Hypnotherapy helped me to find those moments that had left a mark on me. Those moments that created a pattern of thoughts and behaviors. Some of those moments were small, but they still left a big impact. And what I loved is I was never left hanging. 
My therapist always gave me tools and encouraged me in each session. It was a very, very powerful experience. So now my mind and my heart feel more open. I'm aware of the emotions that are coming up. I've become aware of the thought patterns, and now I'm more aware of where these are coming from. So now, now I know what to take to a therapist. I knew what parts of my story needed to be talked about, retold, and reprocessed. So why do we go to therapy? Why is therapy recommended? Why do I believe that everyone needs A, a coach, and B, a therapist, or A, a therapist, and B, a coach? I think you need both. I'm not going to lie. I really do believe that. And I get it. I used to think that therapy was just paying a lot of money just to talk to somebody. And you can say, I already have friends to talk to, or I won't be able to open up to a stranger. I was afraid of my therapist judging me. Or I thought maybe I can just be on medication. Which, by the way, just taking medication without therapy is like buying a saddle, but not having a horse to ride. Maybe. I'm not a horse person, but I want to be. <laughs> it may seem like therapy can't possibly be effective in reducing the symptoms of a mental health condition, but there's actually a lot of scientific evidence that backs this process. Over the last few decades, there's been advances in neuroscience, and they have uncover- uncovered that life experiences affect our brains. This is called neuroplasticity. When our senses are activated and when we learn something new, when we face stressful situations or when we have many other kinds of experiences, our brains change in structure and function. In part, this means that events or external stressors can lead to mental health struggles. But it also means that some experiences, including therapy, can help modify the brain structure and function into a healthier state. Studies consistently show that behavioral and emotional interventions work just as well or even better than medication to treat various mental health conditions. This includes anxiety, depression, and obsessive compulsive disorder. Therapy is your time to talk, cry, shout, or just think, and all of this happens without judgment. A trained therapist is there to show you ways that you can interrupt the patterns that are creating the negative thoughts that are causing you harm. And here's the important part. The therapist guides you to find your own answers to your problems. You get to discover your own brain. You are the expert in your own life, The therapist is just there to help you find that and show you what your brain wants to do, what your brain wants to be. So that's my path to finding the people that could help me kind of in a nutshell. I'll say I have done group coaching. I have done group therapy. I've worked with mentors. I've worked one-on-one. I've I would even say that teachers that I've had in a non-mental health capacity, I would say my Pilates teacher and mentor, yoga teachers, so many of these people have felt like guides and teachers to just hold my hand and lead me through to the next place. So each of us can find our own Gandalf or Samwise Gamgee. 
We don't need to walk this road alone. Yes, the responsibility lies within us to take on the challenging work of healing. It's vital that you don't think you need to shoulder the burden alone. Extend your hand and seek out a companion. Even if they only accompany you for a portion of your journey, there's always someone out there who can serve as your beacon, guiding you along this intricate path of healing. And to wrap up, I just want to extend an invitation. If you feel prepared to reach out and seek assistance, I'm here, right here to support you. I am a certified life coach, and I have personally experienced the profound benefits of coaching. And now I want to extend that support to others. So if you are looking for someone, let's talk. Let's see what we can do. The door is open whenever you're ready to step through it. There is a link in my bio on Instagram for a free coaching session. Click on it, schedule a time to meet with me, and we will talk. We'll get on a Zoom and we'll coach. One free coaching session. I just I just want to extend that offer to you because I don't want anyone to feel like they're alone. And the best thing that I can do, because I can't change anybody else, is I can offer myself. I can offer what I have. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I appreciate this time that you spend with me. And I appreciate all the wonderful feedback that I have gotten from such wonderful people. If you have a moment, I would sure appreciate a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And tell a friend, tell a family member, find somebody that maybe might feel alone right now that needs to not feel so alone. And I want you to know that you are loved and that you matter no matter who you are or where you are in your story. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me in the middle of my story. My theme music is White Linen by Asher Child. He's my kid. You can find all of his amazing music on all streaming platforms. And you know, it just wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't ask you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. But seriously, it would really mean so much to me if you did. Thank you so much and see you next time. When I'm walking.